Happy, happy Monday. It's a great day to be here, even though I did not want to wake up. I'm still cheerful. Um, full of lots of different emotions, and I don't know how to feel about it. Hello. I hope we're doing well today. Today is Monday. It's, you know, the first day that starts off the week, and it's a great day to be here. I'm going to be honest. Um, I didn't have the best day today, but for some reason, I love listening to like sad, depressing music to make myself feel better. I don't know why. It's like my brain is like wired completely differently from everyone else. I mean, I know there's other people that, you know, have the same. Basically, they relate to me. Um, but there's a very select few of us. Fun fact, even though you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you anyways, only 11% of the human population is left-handed. Guess what, guys? I know. I'm a lefty. I know. I know. I, not to brag or boast, but I love being left-handed because we're just, we're different. And every other left-handed person that I've met has just been so unique and so fundamental and just so fun to get to know but like they're so mysterious left-handed people are so mysterious and I've been told I come off as mysterious and it's just because I'm very you know shy but analytical I'm trying to be less analytical of people but at the same time I have to be considering the world we live in today so you know there's those people when you get into a room There's the conversation starter, and then there's the person who observes, and there's the person who is intrigued in the conversation, but also, you know, just listening to the person who, you know, talks. And, you know, I called the third person a bystander, kind of like bullying. Now, ask yourself, what are you in this situation? Are you the talkative one? Are you the bystander? Or are you the observer? And I want you to ask yourself, genuinely, why are you a bystander, an observer, or a talkative person? Maybe you're all three. Just like some people can be ambidextrous. I feel like that applies to daily life. Some days you can be, you know, super social, and some days you can be, you know, antisocial and just want to do nothing. And I completely relate to that. Because I get drained. I get drained really easily. And, you know, I like going out, but I can only be out for so long before I'm like, yeah, no. Like, I need to be inside. I want to go read a book. I want to watch videos on my phone. Maybe it's because I feel emotions on a deeper level than other people. Um... I'm very empathetic, so whatever other people feel, I feel, which is why I'm very sensitive to who I talk to and who I, you know, bring myself around because it can either lift me up or lift me down. Like, I genuinely always know when someone's in a bad mood or if they're depressed or if they're super happy because I'll feel the same way. And that's why I tell people to be cautious about who you sleep with and who you surround yourself with because eventually you're going to absorb, you know, their feelings It's a real thing. The best way to protect yourself if you are empathetic like I am is to just, you know, distance yourself, set healthy boundaries, and know what red flags to look out for because 
you don't want to drain your energy. You don't. Because I've done that, and I'm slowly but surely getting my energy back. And it's hard. It really is hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know why, but my whole life, I have attracted energy vampires. And it has been so detrimental to my mental health. Like, every single person I've dated has been an energy vampire. And I'm guilty of being an energy vampire. I'm not perfect as well. I'm very, I'm holding myself accountable for that. But over time, you know, I know the rights and wrongs about things. So it's like, be careful who you give yourself to because you never know what, and I hate to say this, but demons, you know, what demons you're picking up, what feelings, what leftover emotional trauma, because it transfers onto you and you will eventually, you know, have those traumas and you don't want that you know we want to be happy healthy and free so so a really cool fact about me if you guys can't already tell um i'm very open about my adhd i suffer from adhd but i love having adhd i don't take medication for it just because i don't really want to i feel like it makes people turn into zombies not literally but like you know what i mean like you know when your friends on medication let's say they're on an antidepressant or they take adhd medication and they're just blank like they have no emotion no reaction it's like it takes all the emotion away from them now why would i want to do that to myself absolutely not but maybe i should try it i don't know maybe i will and then I'll record a podcast and see how my podcast is. But you guys let me know. It is me talking sporadically entertain you more? I feel like it does. It keeps you entertained because you never know what I'm going to bring up next. You know, I could be talking about life and death right now. And the next minute I'm talking about unicorns and ice cream. You never know with me. I'm just, you know, you never know. But today's topic, <laughs> after six minutes in... I don't really have a specific topic. It's just lots of things that I'd like to talk about today and what's been put on my heart to talk about. So I'm going to jump right into it. When's the last time you've been inspired? And I mean truly inspired by someone. What does it mean to be an inspiration? And what does it take to be an inspiration? Ba-ba-ba-ba! The question of the day. I was thinking this because I had this job interview and I didn't really care about the job interview. You guys know I just want to be famous for being me. And I remember she asked me this question. I literally felt like I was being questioned, you know, for the VMAs or like the red carpet, like as if I was winning an award. And she goes, what is your goal in life and where do you see yourself in 10 years, right? And, you know... Of course, my first initial reaction or response was going to be to be successful, but I'm a deep intellectual, so I thought a little bit deeper, and I knew what my answer was. I just didn't know how to word it, so I gave myself time to think, you know, and I'm glad I did because I came up with a very efficient, thorough answer. Let's get to it. This isn't word for word verbatim, but you get the gist. I said, my goal in life is to be so successful that I 
have the ability to give back to others who have known my struggle. My goal in life is to inspire others to look on the bright side when things are only dark. And I say this because I have struggled with seeing the bright side in the dark. And I push myself harder so that I can inspire other people to get out of the dark place because it can be really hard. And, you know, not everyone has a motivational, you know, speaker to really guide them. And having someone you can relate to feels so great because when you don't, you feel so alone and lost and that's the worst feeling ever so i'm here for you i'm here with you let's get to it that was the most cringiest noise i've ever made but honestly i don't even care that i'm cringy anymore like i love myself so much to where i don't care what people think about me if you think i'm cringy great i don't care you don't have to talk to me leave I literally don't care. I live for myself, all right? And you should too, because you know why? No one else is going to live for you, so you might as well do it for you. Unless they're paying your bills. If they're not, F them. You know what? That should be a, that should be my catchphrase. If they're not paying my bills, F them. If they're not paying your bills, F them. That should be your daily life motto. What does it mean to be a benefit to someone's life? Now, it's not necessarily, you know, giving someone money. And I used to think that was a benefit, but it's really not. Because, like, yeah, money buys happiness. But I'd rather have everlasting love with, like, people that really love me and want to spend time with me than money. Because I'm very, like, sensitive and humble and just, like, down to earth. And I genuinely don't care for this world at all. I care about, you know, traveling, helping people that need help, giving, and loving. And, you know, people are so focused on material society, which they have to to live, which sucks. You know, I wish society wasn't like that, but it's the harsh reality. But when you are successful... Hopefully you'll have that or come to that realization. So, yeah. But back to the what inspires you. What does it mean to be an inspiration to someone? I'd say being an inspiration to someone is someone who gives people hope. They give people meaning. They give them a guide. They give them a message. They give them a reason to be alive, you know, they give them ideas. And not many people can do that. Not many people can truly inspire people. When I think of inspirations, I think of, you know, great world leaders, such as like, people who advocate for mental health, people who advocate for starving kids, people who advocate for sexual assault, you know, real life problems that people need help with. But unfortunately, we don't have too many people that, you know, promote that type of stuff or are open about it because we're taught that we need to hush about problems, which I think is nonsense. I will not hush hush about problems. I will speak my truth and the only truth because I know that is my purpose. So 
No one's going to take that from me. So the next time you feel as if you have no purpose, be an inspiration to someone. You never know how you can inspire someone. Inspirations can be small. Inspirations can be large. You listening to this gets you inspired, does it not? You sending this to someone can inspire someone. You can inspire someone in the smallest of ways. It doesn't have to be huge, you know. Everything counts. And I'm telling you, the smallest things are sometimes the biggest gifts. I'm telling you. And words have genuine meaning. When I say they have genuine meaning, I mean they can really affect somebody. When you give someone a gift, it's like, oh my gosh, thank you, you know? And it, it of course, it has meaning, but it's not something that sticks with you, you know? Like, words stick with a person. So what you say to someone will stick with them forever, whether it be good or bad. So be careful how you speak to people and speak to people to inspire them. Speak with inspiration. I can't believe this is the last episode of my first season. I'm genuinely so excited. This is my 11th episode, 11-11, crossing my fingers. And I'm genuinely so relieved and proud of myself because... I would have never thought to do this or to have done this. And I love talking. I love having people, you know, reach out and listen to my podcast. I love being myself. I love, I guess, talking about my personal journals like this is my own diary. So and I love how I speak as I think. I love that phrase speak as I think. Maybe I'll name my podcast that speak as I think. Actually, no. That's going to be the name of today's episode, Speaking Before You Think. Now, what's so uncanny and ironic about this statement is that people will always suggest that you think before you speak. But I've always wondered, what if people just said what they were thinking without, you know, a care in the world? I feel like people would just be more, so much more authentic and people would be less sensitive. I don't know. Unpopular opinion. But I don't know, like, I feel like I speak better when I just think things and I just say it. And my mother always told me, you know, your tongue is going to be your enemy. But it can also be my best friend. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be your enemy. Obviously, people have, they, they know what they're saying and some people can't hold it in. But when you're, you know, when you have experience with speaking and, you know, some people have a natural talent to just speak freely and not say the wrong thing. I don't know, but maybe it's just because I have ADHD, so my brain works a little bit different, but it just depends. Like, honestly, who cares? Now, this is not a promotion to get on the internet and just speak freely and say things that are, you know, gonna get you in trouble. I mean, hey, maybe that's someone's karma. Maybe they're a bad person and they're gonna say that and then boom. I'm not wishing that on anyone. But just know that you get what you give out. So what you give to the universe is what you get out. If you spread love to the universe, if you're open with the universe and only want love and spread love, the universe gives you love back.
I should say God because I'm Christian now. So if you, you know, are open with God's love, God will give you blessings. And I'm a firm believer on that. I have lots of faith and I thank him every day. So God's listening. I love you. He's like, I love you too. (laughs) But yes, God wants me to tell you that you have a voice. Don't be afraid to speak up. If something is bothering you, tell someone, you know, communicate. Don't be quiet and sit back and always think, well, what if, well, what if you did speak up, you know? So if this message is reaching you today, this is what you needed to hear. This exact moment, this exact time, this exact message. If you're worried and stressed about life right now, stop, breathe, inhale, and exhale. Inhale, and exhale. Inhale, and exhale. Now think of the beach and your favorite song playing. And feel the sunshine on your skin. Now, that feeling you feel is an overwhelming feeling, is it not? That feeling you feel is something you'd want to feel on a daily basis. And, you know, my goal in life is to feel like that. Even when I am not satisfied. If things in your life do not bring you peace like that, it's not for you. It's not for you. That is a perfect example of, you know, how you can determine if someone's supposed to be in your life or not. And I I love helping people. I genuinely do. Like, I'm not a therapist at all, but I like listening to people's problems. I don't know why. It's just soothing for me. So, yeah. Recently, I've been listening to The Cure. And, you know... There was this movie from Disney. It was called, um, I think it was another Cinderella story or I forgot. It has Selena Gomez and Drew Zeely and oh, what is it called? I have to look this up now. Okay, guys, I was right. It's called another Cinderella story. And so, you know, Selena Gomez plays the poor sister, Mary, right? And, you know, the boy tries to find the girl that he danced with at the dance from her MP3, right? But she refused to show herself because she knew it would get her in trouble with her evil stepmom, Dominique. And Mary listened to The Cure. Now, out of her two stepsisters, her two stepsisters look like they listen to Britney Spears and Paris Hilton. And Mary looks like she listens to The Cure. And he knew that his sister or her sister was lying about knowing the songs because she stole it from her room right and 
that's why I implement being authentic because people know who you are just because you have this energy and this aura about you to where if people even try to lie to you, it's like, no, like we know who this person is. You can't fool us, you know, be true to yourself and be true with others because when you're authentic, people know who you are and they can't, you know, tell other people because they know you're genuine. So, and you know what? People will believe what they want let them who cares if they want to believe you're some selfish person even though in reality you're selfless let them their character speaks for themselves so let yours speak for yourself at the end of the day if they're meant to be in their life in your life they will if they're not they won't point blank period but anyways back to the cure i love it I I usually don't even listen to like, you know, old. Actually, yes, I do. So I've just added this to my playlist. I've recently been listening to old alternative music. I love alternative music. Um, I'm pretty weird. I actually love alternative music. And when you look at my social media, I look the complete opposite. I look like I listen to probably mainstream music like Drake, City Girls, Future, Cardi B, Meg The Stallion, when in reality I actually despise that music. I'm not saying they're not great musicians, they are, but that's just not my type of music. I love early 2000s, old rock. I love rock. I love grunge music. I don't know why. I guess I just really like, not even dark music, just like, I guess, sad music. I don't know, like I said previously. But I'm just thinking of things that inspire me. Music inspires me. It inspires me to be creative and, you know, strive for my own creativity. Not trying to be like anyone else. I feel like being like someone else and copying them is just so, like, draining, you know? It's like, sure, you're being inspired by them, but don't don't mix inspiring with copying. Because there's a complete difference, right? When you copy someone, you're not even trying to, like, you know, go in depth about what what they've done and how they did it you're just like oh this looks cool i'm gonna do this but you don't know what it took and why they did it you know you're like take the proper steps to understand why people do things listen it's okay to listen my issue in the past was not listening and not listening got me nowhere but at the same time listen to your gut listen to your gut over anything if you have a gut feeling about something and you're asking other people to clarify that gut feeling Just listen to your gut because you're most likely right. If you have a gut feeling and you're asking other people for clarification so that you can, you know, not listen to your gut, that's a red flag. Because if you don't listen to your gut, you're usually going to end up in a bad situation that you don't want to be in. Take it from me. Trust me. For example, I had a feeling today that I was not going to go to work or I should not have gone to work. What did I do? I went, and it was a horrible day, and it started raining, and I got rained on. Something was telling me to just stay home. What did I do? I went anyways. Something was telling me to stay home. So when you have a feeling about something, don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Do not ignore red flags. I'm Save yourself. Save yourself the pain. Okay, so I really want ice cream right now. And I've recently been a lot happier just because I've been eating whatever I want. Like, I've been putting on a few pounds, but I just struggle with, you know, eating healthily. And, like, when I say healthily, I mean, like, you know, 
eating enough and I don't want to trigger anyone so I'm not going to say any like triggering phrases but I've gotten a lot healthier I've been eating a lot more now and I'm okay with it so if you struggle with that too it's okay I'm probably going to make another podcast about that in season two but this is the end of season one guys can we believe it I can't oh wait I can and I did I have the most corniest and cheesiest humor. Bear with me. I'm so sorry. Um, I hope it makes you laugh, though. Some people are into that. That's what she said. So, yeah. But remember what I said. You are not how uh, how others perceive you. Listen to your gut. Follow your dreams. Follow your heart. Do what you want. Look on the bright side when things are dark. You know. Listen to my previous podcast if you're struggling. And they will genuinely help you and calm you and soothe your mind and give you peace of mind. But I thank you guys for supporting me. I thank you guys for listening to me. And I can't wait to have my season two of Unapologetically Me. Bye. I love you.